peaceful day guys and welcome back to another episode of sunny days podcast thank you so much for coming back if you listened to the last episode i trust that you were motivated and that you were encouraged and that you got up and you started on something you started working towards a dream or something if you already haven't now this episode is going to be a great segue from that episode because we are going to talk about trusting the universe and movement and how all of it just ties in together and the beautiful outcome it has but the nasty income (laughs) the nasty things that happen the uncomfortability that happens right before we get to the beautiful part of our dreams and everything that we manifested it and hoped for so i'm going to tell a story we're going to have story time friends so if you're on your way to work you know hopefully you have enough time to listen if not come back and listen when you do have enough time because this is one that you are going to want to hear okay i'm going to start with grad school i went to school in norfolk to Norfolk State University, I was studying clinical social work, my master's. I really wanted to be a school social worker, but I wasn't taking the classes that I needed to be a school social worker. And by the time I found out that I needed these extra classes, it was too late. So I went ahead and just stuck with the clinical social work. So I kind of just put in the back of my mind and subconsciously thought about it often that I wanted to be inside of the school system, that I wanted to work with kids as a social worker. But like I said, I kind of just put in the back of my mind, got my degree in clinical social work and moved on about my life. I, we all know how challenging it is to find a job if you have graduated with your bachelor's with any type of degree we know how challenging it is to find a job right after you graduate in your field that pays well and that is one that you want if you do find one it's rare if you don't then you know what I mean so I ended up having to go to northern Virginia after graduating grad school I thought that would be the best place for me to go to at least find a job rather than go back home to my small town. So I went to Northern Virginia and I was working odd jobs, staying with the friend's family and just sort of saving money until I was able to get on my feet. So I was working odd jobs, the YMCA, I was an autism therapist, but kind of making my own hours. So that wasn't working out that great. Yeah. (laughs) So I started having car trouble and things were just not looking great at all and I was getting very discouraged very down love life was kind of meh like nothing was that great I'm 24 and I'm just things aren't going the way I thought they would be going at this point so I ended up having to move into, which is not a bad thing at all. I wanted my own apartment, but I had the opportunity to move into a basement apartment. And 
I am a bright, <laughs> sunshiny person. And I don't know if this means anything, but this basement apartment had one window. And that was the window to the exit door. And that absolutely sucked for me. And I truly believe that that played a huge part in the what I believe was seasonal depression at the time. If you don't know what seasonal depression is, it usually comes around wintertime. And it's a time where, for whatever reason, the weather, the cold weather, and everything that ties into that, you know, being at home and not going out, it all ties into a seasonal depression. And people tend to get depressed around this time. And I believe this is what was happening. So I, again, was having these car troubles where my car was just acting up every other day. So, so annoying. I was traveling 45 minutes to two hours back and forth to my job. It Things were just not looking up. So I unfortunately had to make the dreaded phone call that I think many 20-something-year-olds don't want to make. I had to call my mom and I had to tell her that I could not afford to live where I was living and be able to take care of myself like an adult without starving and eating ramen, which there's nothing wrong with ramen. What I thought then, there's totally something wrong with ramen now. But <laughs> I was thinking, you know, I don't, I can't take care of myself. I have to come home. And that conversation, me going home, humbled me because in my brain, I thought that was the worst thing I could do after graduating grad school. Oh my God. <laughs> I have to go home? It didn't feel great at all. So I had to pack my things. I had to travel all the way back home. Fortunately, an opportunity came up where somebody knew somebody that knew somebody <laughs> and let them know that, you know, I just had my degree and I ended up getting a job at a mental health case management place. So I did case management there. Got some very interesting experience there. Very, very interesting experience there. <laughs> and I worked there. I lived home for eight, nine months and decided to leave. I finally saved enough money to leave because I was determined not to stay home any longer than a year because I wanted to make moves. I am a butterfly. I am a floater. And me going home was temporary, very, very temporary, only for me to save money. But things just seem to be still like not looking that up. Like it felt like I was just being dragged around. This is all tying in with trusting the universe and trusting it with movement and being 
misplaced and displaced and not knowing where you're going next and not knowing where you're going to live next. This all ties in. So pay, pay close, close attention. I ended up moving to Atlanta and... Whew, <laughs> whew, Atlanta. All right. So I ended up moving to Atlanta. Things were things in Atlanta. They were what they were in Atlanta. I felt like I was going through my second season of seasonal depression and went to a place where I was really dark and very sad and ready to be free. I no longer wanted to be held captive. I no longer wanted to feel caged. So things kind of worked out in a fortunate slash unfortunate way where I can no longer be where I was in Atlanta. And me and two lovely souls packed our things up and we got in the car and we left. We chucked the deuces to Atlanta (laughs) with our one suitcase each and we traveled. We wanted to be free, and that's what we did. We all needed the space to clear our minds, to be ourselves, to not be held by any responsibilities. And while I'm not suggesting everyone do that, if you have the room to free yourself for a couple of days, a couple of weeks... I suggest you kind of do it. It's freeing. It's releasing. It's, It was needed. It was necessary. And I'm thankful I did it. Although within it, I felt like there was no way out. I felt like I could not see the light. I did not know how I would get out of practically being homeless, but also equally enjoying it. So... <laughs> It was a it was an interesting time. But we packed up our things and we traveled. We went to North Carolina, down to Virginia. That's not down, that's up. <laughs> up to Virginia, down to Florida, and in Florida is where I realized I needed to begin my journeys alone. Now, We were not balling. We did not have stacks and stacks and stacks of coins. So me deciding to leave and take this journey alone was a very challenging decision. It was a tough one, but one I knew I needed to make for whatever reason I felt I was continuing to be dragged along and that I had no control over my travels. (laughs) Like I felt like I had no control over my travels. And when we got to Florida, I knew that I needed to continue finding myself by myself. And that's what I did. I was blessed to be given a bus ticket So I hopped on the Greyhound and I traveled from Florida to Texas to meet up with my beautiful friend, April. 
And it was in Texas where I began to love myself deeply. And I strongly feel like it was because I isolated myself and I became 100% dependent on me and okay with the fact that I was in a place where I was being dragged by the universe. <laughs> the source was dragging my ass across the states for whatever reason I did not know at that time. But I was going along for the ride because I knew I knew that I was going to be okay. Something in me just felt like I was going to be okay, that I wouldn't be abandoned, that I wouldn't be left out on the streets, that no matter where I went, I would be taken care of, whether it be by someone else or if I would just be taken care of by myself. I knew that I would be okay. So that's why I allowed myself to continue on these journeys, not knowing what the next day looked like. Texas was a big realization for me. March 23rd, to be exact, was the day that I know I fell in love with myself. And I can't necessarily remember why it was that day, but I want to say it was a photo I took or something I wrote about, but I specifically remember it being that day that I fell in love with myself for the first time in 26 years. And it was so relieving. <sighs> Next. <laughs> We had a decision to go either back to Florida or to travel to Vegas. And I had family in Vegas, so I called my family member up and I asked her, is it okay if we come out there and we stay with you for a couple of weeks and then we're going to continue our travels across the states we're just going to continue traveling we just want to come out there visit for a little bit a little while is that okay with you she said yes we were on our way <laughs> we were ready tickets bought <laughs> so give thanks to april shout out to her if it weren't for her i don't know how i would have got to vegas probably hitchhiked <laughs> probably not anyways so we got to vegas and it was interesting here. For the first week, I'll discuss in another episode how I ended up being with the beautiful woman that I'm with now and how that all played a part into this fate circle that <laughs> surrounds Vegas. But we were in Vegas for about a week and then April had to leave. I hope she doesn't mind me using her name. She probably won't. <laughs> so it's all good. But April had to leave. And I was in Vegas by myself with about $10. And to be honest, a couple of hundred dollars negative in my account. So I'm 3000 plus miles away from home. I have $10 to my name, and I really don't know anyone but the family member that I live with. 
And to be honest, I barely know her ass. <laughs> so here I am on the West Coast alone. What the fuck do I do now? <laughs> was the question. That was the big question. But I was not scared. I felt brave as fuck. <laughs> Everybody was telling me, Quinn, what are you doing? You like are halfway across the country. Like, what are you doing? I didn't know. I didn't know how to answer it, but I knew I was just flowing. And I was trusting the universe with the movement. Facebook and social media are a blessing because I met a beautiful soul on there that discussed with her family me coming into their home for a little while and they were totally okay with it totally okay with allowing a complete stranger in their home and it was a total blessing and I'm so thankful for it and I love them dearly <laughs> because if it weren't for them I have no clue what I would have done where I would have gone being so far away from home although I was trusting the universe <laughs> I had no clue how that would have gone if it would have went differently. But I was allowed into their home. And since I was here, I figured I might as well find a job. Luckily, they lived two minutes down the street from a summer camp. And I've worked summer camps for years. So it was perfect. I was able to work. I didn't have my car, so that completely worked out perfectly because I was out here with no car. So I was able to work. I was able to walk to work, even though I was in this 117 degree Vegas weather. <laughs> I was still able to work and save a little bit of money because I still wanted to continue my journey. I still wanted to travel. So I wanted to just save a little bit of money and carry on but it did not work out that way because a series of fortunate events continued <laughs> I had my resume on Indeed and it had already been up there just up there and I was looking for remote jobs because I still wanted to work and make money especially since I was by myself now so I wanted to work from wherever I was so I had my resume on Indeed, shout out to Indeed, <laughs> and I got a phone call one day and it was a job for a school social work position, a school social work position, guys. <laughs> I immediately was like, when, where, where I need to be, <laughs> because this is what I wanted in the back of my mind. No. I didn't want to start working for someone again, but this was something that I held dear to my heart and wanted to use my degree for. So I went for the interview. It went smooth. It was a breeze. The guy was very down to earth and I was sort of overqualified, but not to the point of where I wouldn't get the job, but to the point of where I got the job immediately. So I'm thankful and humbled that this very expensive degree worked <laughs> for once, years later, but it worked. So don't get discouraged if yours hasn't worked yet. It's coming, boo. But 
I took the job and from there everything worked out and everything panned out so beautifully and I'll get into it in another episode but the way things worked out from the time I got to Vegas to now have unfolded so beautifully things that I have written down things that I have thought about daily things that I have posted on my vision board just unfolded in a way that when I was in the midst of them I did not realize how it would unfold I knew I would be okay I didn't know what the next day looked like but I knew that in the end I would be fine and that is the message here to trust the universe and whatever movement it has you making if there are things that are happening in your life right now and you have no idea how you're going to get out of them, how you're going to survive them, if you're going to survive them. I'm here to tell you that I am a witness, a strong, real witness that trusting the universe through things that we cannot see getting any better is the best thing that we can do in those situations. To relax. Know that you're going to be okay because you will be okay. When have you ever not been okay? I want you to really think about that because I know that you've been in situations before. You've been in experiences and environments before that have not been suitable to you but you made it out right because it's inevitable because of who you are I had to remember who I was through every situation through every struggle through every every challenge I had to remember who the fuck I was remember who you are I tell my girlfriend this often lately that people you myself we are all unique fragments of God I got that from some podcast I cannot remember or maybe it was a book but we are all just unique fragments of God so trust that you're going to be okay because why wouldn't you be and if you feel like things are going so shitty right now and how could they be okay they're preparing you I'm telling you they are preparing you you have to get ready for things that you've asked for sometimes in the most shitty ways but it has to happen and In more episodes, I'll talk about how blessings flow into our life for reasons unexpected, for reasons unknown, but all for reasons. So I'm trusting that my story, that my lesson has fell upon listening ears and that you guys really trust that everything that is going on if anything is going on right now that it's only going to look up from there it's if if it's 
really really shitty that means it's gonna end up really 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 beautiful I'm telling you so I love you all if you are listening I'm thankful that you are back and please share with your friends and your family and everybody that you feel needs to have a boost of sunshine in their day because we all need it at some point so thank you for coming back next episode i'm gonna talk about whatever i feel like talking about (laughs) no i'm joking the next episode we are probably more than likely going to discuss my new second book momentum it is a big big deal it is going to be a game changer i'm telling you you're gonna want to get it it's about shadow work something that's ugly and uncomfortable but something that is a necessity we're going to discuss momentum so if you want to hear more about this second book i suggest you come back i love you i trust that all of your dreams come true and all of your manifestations flow to you 